Hey guys, welcome to Minefields. My name is Joshua Michael, and I have a very special, not really a guest, uh, you're going to be a permanent fixture here, man. I'm, I'm proud to be able to say that. Thanks uh, for being here. Tell us who you are. What's going on? My name is uh, Sergeant Slick. You already know who I am. Also known as the Rogue Soldier, also known as the Dirty South Punisher. Uh, got a little bit sidelined a little bit about uh, with a knee injury. Don't know if I'm going to return, but uh, brother, I want to thank you for reaching out to a guy, keeping him occupied, you know, talk about everything I love, wrestling, both in Colorado and otherwise, and I can't wait to start. Well, let's let's get to it, man. Like, uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I want to... Uh, I- we want to talk about you first and foremost. Uh, then we're going to talk about CSW's last show um, that was last weekend. Definitely want to talk about some NWA and AEW and uh, anything else that pops up in your mind, especially because uh, this is going to come out on Monday, and so the Rumble will already be over. So hopefully right. we can just – people will know that whether or not we've, we can predict things correctly or we just <laughs> – <laughs> we don't yeah, know <laughs> you, you can't you can't predict anything like in WWE or wrestling, but I'll be I'll give it a college try though. So how'd you get started, man? Uh, so it's kind of funny because I've been a wrestling fan since I was like six years old. So uh, I grew up on you know Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, the the Four Horsemen. Arn Anderson is probably my favorite wrestler of all time. I mean, Rick is the man, but I honestly believe that. Without Arn, there would be no Four Horsemen. So, uh, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So you popped hard at uh, Double or Nothing when Arn Anderson came out, didn't you? Of course, of <laughs> course. I popped hard when, if you remember a couple of years ago, when it was uh, Ric Flair versus Undertaker. And uh, at the time, Taker was uh, taking out everybody that was close to Rick, uh, his kid and Arn Anderson. And then Arn Anderson, who, if, you, if you're a big fan of his, you know he's got a surgically fused neck. And then he just popped out a... A spawn buster like it was nothing. And I, I mean, I remember, I think I was like 16 or 17 when I came out. But uh, yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan of Arn Anderson. Who, who got you into wrestling? Was it your mom, your grandfather? Uh, so believe it or not, uh, Ruthless Randy Rude. Uh, yeah, he actually got me into it. So a couple of, uh, about last year or so, he had a YouTube channel uh, called The Rude Awakening. And he started with CSW and... Uh, next to him, I'm the biggest wrestling fan there is. And he's like, hey, man, you want to help me out on, um, on you know, to help me out on the show? And I'm like, sure. And then after a while, I uh, met a couple of the wrestlers, and they're like, hey, uh, you know you got a big size. You could actually do this. And I'm like, man, I'm 40. I'm like, I got I got a busted knee. I mean, I'm fat. I, I mean, dude, you, you, got, you got a game that starts with people in their teens and 20s. And I started training, uh, started being a trainee, you know, helping set up the ring, uh, you know, putting up posters. And then after a while, I started being uh, known as Slick Thomas, the referee for CSW. Uh, And then after a while, I got a couple of matches in. I got, uh, I was in, uh, my first match was uh, Big Guns' gauntlet match uh, up in Primos, uh, I want to say March, March or April of uh, last year. Yeah, Big Guns is the one that really is the, the guy to put people over in this state. That guy, Big Guns, you know what? Anything I can say in or out of the ring, uh, the dude is like, if there was a Mount Rushmore of Colorado wrestling, he definitely would be on it. 
He he he'd be no question, no question. I mean, the guy can wrestle you any style you want. It's a strong style, uh, lucha libre, technical, or just Rick straight out brawl, and he's gonna he's gonna bring the pain for it. So definitely, it was uh, uh it was during that match that you got uh sideline, right? The last one. Uh, actually, no. It was uh, believe it or not, and I get asked a lot of questions about that. Like, yo, did you get injured when you put got put through a table? Uh, no, actually, I mean, yeah, I got hurt. He got hurt. It was actually a couple of days after, and it's kind of ironic because I slipped on ice and I felt my knee pop. So, you know, I've had two matches with the guy, uh, both harder than one harder than the other one. And it's ironic that I get, I get injured slipping on ice. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. All right, so no wonder you're so sore about it, but I, I appreciate you sharing that with me, man. But uh, let's let's talk more about uh, about wrestling that's been going on, especially okay. uh, especially lately. We've had a lot of good things going on here in Colorado. It's just been right. a, a renaissance, not just in uh, you know just when it comes to the Indies, New Japan, that sort of thing, but especially right. here in Colorado. Um, Right now, uh, see, we're coming hot off the last CSW show. We had, uh, there's uh, Captain Stevens, B-Mobile, Rekka yep. was there with Aurora, uh, Captain, let's see, Big Guns and Curtis Cole, El Conde yep. with, uh, against his bro, Javier Cruz. Yep. Uh, that was a lot of fun, man. Animal Sam, Eric Angel. I love watching yep. Eric Angel, man. That guy is just, uh, he's so much fun. And, you know uh, what? I'm uh, no, sorry to interrupt. No, you guys love, I'm, I'm a huge Eric Angel fan, and love him or hate him, the one thing you can't say about him is you are not going to be entertained. <laughs> You're going, you going to be entertained. You're going to get your money's worth just off of his match alone. Oh, absolutely, man. Like He can really get him going in the crowd. That's one of my favorite things about him. And he's great in the ring. But when he starts like mouthing off, man, like he's get he gets the kids crazy. He gets the ladies yeah. crazy. He gets the drunk Puerto Ricans that are there like, <laughs> freaking out. They for got it. their own section. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder, like the last uh, two shows he was in, I was just wondering, I was like, I wonder is this the one where he's going to start a riot? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there you go with that. Do you have a favorite match from last week? Oh, man. They're all Oh man, there was a lot of good ones. Um, dang, jeez, oh, I, I don't know if there was a bad match on the card. I mean, I'm not saying that every every match is like five stars, but they were all great matches. Uh, you know, uh, Captain Stevens versus B Mobile. I mean, uh, B Mobile, he's, he's special to me because he's my training partner. But um, yeah, it wasn't in his favor that night. Um, out, and uh, Big Guns versus Curtis Cole, those two, I mean, I've seen Curtis Cole up I've after a couple of his matches and Big Guns. We already talked about him. I think one of the best matches had to have been uh, one of uh, Animal Sam versus Eric Angel, like we mentioned, and the surprise ending of that match. Oh, that, no, that was great, getting uh, Animal Sam and Daisy over into uh, the Ugly World Order. I, I didn't think they'd do it. Um, I was a little surprised, but let's we'll see what happens. I know that they're they're going to be uh, got some large boots to fill because uh, Eric Angel is going to be uh, elsewhere. He's got a few different bookings for the next couple right. of months. Uh, one thing I loved about that is how much Animal Sam can sell his ass off. That is yes. one thing yes. about Sam is, and man, if and if you know him in or out of the ring, he's he's a personal friend of mine. The, the guy will he'll do anything for you, and he'll also when he'll shine you up whether he's winning or losing and that's one of the things that really sticks out to me as a wrestler personally from a technical standpoint from being like 
you know, quote unquote smart mark or one of those guys mm-hmm. that thinks they know everything, which I don't. It's it's just one of those things that stands out, especially during the uh, my personal favorite was Big Guns versus Curtis Cole because I hadn't really seen Curtis Cole here in Col- in the Springs. Hey guys, we're recording in Colorado Springs right now, and uh, Colorado Springs wrestling Curtis Cole. I haven't really seen him. Watching him work his ass off to get over. Uh, man, I, I talked to him after the match. I was like, dude, you got over. He's like, oh man, I don't know. I'm like, dude, you got over. I mean, it wasn't just big guns. I'm shining you up. It was you. You did a good job. The guy was his heel techniques out there were just they were so sleazy and funny and and but not that not 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 in a in a goofy or silly way. I mean, the guy I, I dig his gimmick, man. I dig his look. And the thing about uh, Curtis Cole, because like I said, I got I, I'm I've been friends with Curtis Cole. Uh, I went to a couple of seminars. Uh, the guy, I like the Rick Rude thing. That was the that was the vibe I was getting when I saw his match versus uh, Big Guns. Is that it was kind of a Rick Rude kind of scummy scummy vibe, but not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it's it's hard to use the word use those words. Because he's not really scummy. It's just one of those things where he's got that, uh, you know, if he was a Cheeto uh, dropped on the floor, I probably wouldn't put him back, pick him back up. (laughs) (laughs) Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. But no, he's got a great look and I I wish the best for him. But uh, let's move on uh, because we've got a lot to cover. Uh, I want to talk to you in particular about NWA. Okay. So first of all, like I mentioned before, NWA, I grew up on NWA. Uh, I'm I'm not a spring chicken as many have guessed. Uh, it was back in the day. It was WWF. It was NWA slash T uh, WCW. Uh, so uh, with the with the resurgence of NWA, absolutely love it because it go it has a place for people who don't end up in WWE, don't end up in TNA, uh, excuse me, Impact, and uh, don't end up in AEW. Uh, and I, like I said, I just uh, watched a match uh, not too long ago. I know I had to play catch up. Uh, Nick Aldis is killing it as the the national treasure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got sweet Charlotte on. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, a couple of my f- other favorites, uh, like uh, James Storm, uh, Cole Cabana, which, if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to be coming up to De- uh, coming up to Denver on the seventh. If I'm not mistaken, the seventh, for yeah, Primo. yeah, for Primos. Yeah, for so Primos. yeah, if you have never seen, uh, if you never seen Cole Cabana, you need to go up to uh, Primos, check him out. I'm gonna try to if I can get some time off of work. I'm definitely gonna make my way up north. But uh, yeah, be, I love the. I'll old be driving football. to that. I'll be running. Yeah. I'll be uh, running sound for that, so you can come with me if you want. Okay, yeah, definitely, I definitely do that. Uh, but yeah, I love the NWA the old school vibe that it provides. And, you know, you need to check that out. And it's on YouTube. Who doesn't have it on YouTube? I mean, I don't know. It's the one show that everyone is usually talking about in the locker room as opposed to AEW. or or, I've heard less and less about WWE. uh, Actually, less and less about AEW. And it it just keeps going up and up for NWA. I mean, everyone wants to get on the show. Um, One of the things that really stood out to me, especially in the last episode, and I've got some of the spoilers here for the... uh, uh, the um, pay-per-view that came out last night right. was uh, 
when Corgan banned anyone else from from the side of the ring, and they everyone freaks out, and Corgan's like, "Listen, I want a pure match. I want a pure ending. If I if I'd announced this earlier, they'd have been politicking. They might not have even shown up. I had to do this right then and there because now they have to really go for it. And that's one right. of the that that little bit really encapsulates why I like it so much. Is it's it is pure wrestling. It, it doesn't have to have so many fringe uh, distractions. Their promos, right. uh, side of the ring, like filmed a couple hours beforehand, or even like with that that their vignette area they've got uh they've got um god they've got what's his name uh Stu Bennett as one of the commentators now which yes. I thought was great yes. which I think is great it's seeing him again especially cuz they uh he's I've got some bad uh, yeah, bad news uh yeah. Barrett and yeah. I was a huge I was a huge fan of Ben well Bennett because number one I love this finisher roaring the roaring elbow which you know it's gone. It's awesome, and it's realistic. Not like the Cobra from uh, Centeno Morella. No disrespect to him, but I mean, that finish was kind of like, come on, really? It's a sock. It's a snake sock, and I get poked in the eye. No, but but when you get hit with a rolling elbow, you're gonna feel that, and just that's believable. And Stu Bennett completely, totally underrated. He could talk. He could work a de- decent match. He, he's he's okay as a face, but he's great as a heel, my personal opinion. Oh, he's great as a heel. I'm, I'm glad he's doing something because from what I understood, he wasn't going to do anything in regards to wrestling for quite a long yeah, time. Yeah, he was done. He was yeah. done from what I to- was told. Yeah, he had such a bad taste in his mouth from how they treated him over there in the in the WWE. And mm-hmm. now, uh, you know, I wish him all the best. Uh, when it comes to the matches, though, uh, the Thunder Rosa match was one of my favorites. I love that girl. Like from the cemeteries of of, of Tijuana, just Tijuana. Great gimmick. Uh, that mm-hmm. was great squash match. But the one I know there was a lot of great matches this week. But I really loved the, the Latimer versus Trevor Murdoch because right. <laughs> Trevor Murdoch got the got the dog shit stomped out of him. <laughs> like that was uh, yeah, and he and he still pulled it out. He really did, so... didn't he? He sold well. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't one of those things where you automatically knew what was going to happen. It wasn't too long of a match. I do like how they time it. Uh, what do you think of Nick Aldis versus Rock and Roll Express there? Duh. Okay. So I kind of got a couple of mixed feelings about that because uh, you know when you see uh, Matt, when you see competitors back in the day that are. You are still wrestling and they're past their prime. You kind of get, you have kind of two feelings about it. One is like, oh, I hope they don't make, you know, they don't embarrass themselves or anything like that. And you got the, you still got it, you know, vibe going. Like, for example, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Dragon Steamboat. I, I'll still watch that to this day. And he still, he still had it. Now, could it be Nick Aldis versus the Rock and Roll Express in their prime? It would have been a different story. But, for, for what it's worth, it was a great match. It told a story. And it still solidified all this as a heel because he had to hold the tights to beat him. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. Now, uh, as a wrestler, uh, from every, aside from everything you've already said so far about what you like about NWA, if you were a wrestler, why would you like or want to be in NWA? So if I was by some miracle hit up by NWA, because you are a wrestler, because you are a wrestler, I am a wrestler. Mm -hmm. I'm just in. I'm on hiatus for right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I was hit up by NWA, I would love to wrestle for them because that would be full circle for me. Because 
I grew up watching the NWA. I grew up watching WCW. I grew up watching, you know, WWF at the time. And for me to wrestle for one of the promotions I grew up on, because, I mean, come on, you were a little kid. You, you know, you used to wrestle with your siblings. You used to jump off your bed and jump on your brother or sister. You should have been doing that, but you did. And, you know, here I am, a grown man you know, chasing my dream. So if I were to get picked up by NWA, that would just be like, damn, I, I made I, it's full circle for me. And that would be a feeling that I couldn't describe. What about business-wise? I mean, like, like one of the reasons why I like AEW so much, and in, in even before it even started, once it got announced, was because I knew that the wrestlers were going to be taken care of. They'd already assured us that they were going to have time off. They were going to be able – they weren't going to get punished for getting hurt uh, you know, we're, we're, it's not guaranteed paychecks in terms of like uh, WCW type ways, but they knew they were going to get paid and taken care of. That's what right. I that's what I worry about when, especially now that I've uh, behind the scenes at CSW and Primos, is I know that these guys are going to get taken care of. I like seeing how everyone gets together. That that's what I meant in terms of like wanting to wrestle for NWA. Like, is there anyone there in particular that you'd want to wrestle if you were there? Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I will say this. If I was, like, got my full potential, I got better, I got faster, I got leaner, and if I had a wish list of who I wanted to face, uh, I I would want to face James Storm. Uh, I've been a huge fan of uh, Colt Cabana all the way back to the uh, Ring, of Do- Ring of Honor days. Yeah. When he was with the Sacred City Saints. Because, again, but Cabana is one of those people who he's underrated as hell because he's funny, but he can wrestle you. I mean, you take him you take him seriously, and then next thing you know, you got a pinfall, and it's like, what the hell just happened? How, how did this happen? I mean, he's te- he's technically gifted, and one of my favorite one of my favorite uh, feuds with him was him versus Homicide because oh, yeah. Homicide, you know, he's more or less a brawler. He can wrestle, but he'll brawl with you, and he had to go out of his element. So, uh, Mr. Kennedy, I would love to wrestle him due to the fact that uh, one of my finishers is uh, based as is uh, based and emulated off of him. So there you go. But yeah, those are the three that come to mind so far. Now uh, let's move on to uh, another uh, another territory here. Um, well, actually, there was a couple things that popped up in the rag sheets that I wanted to talk about. One of the things okay. was that uh, Cage is saying flat out, "Now I, I've not signed AEW. Now he's getting um, he's getting surgery. He's hurt again." What do you right. feel about Cage being always hurt? So. Uh, like my trainer, uh, Big Guns always says, this ain't ballet. You're going to get hurt. It's, it's not a question of if you're going to get hurt. It's gonna it's a question of when. And Brian, Brian, uh, Cage uh, is kind of crazy because the dude is a genetic freak. But, you know, he starts bust. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of his matches since he left Lucha Underground. But the ones that I did see in Lucha Underground and a little bit that I did see in Impact... He does do a lot of lucha moves, and you know it could take just one move, one mistiming, and you're hurt. And, and then you got a big body, so you got to carry all that around as well. It's just so many things. So I hope he gets better because I'm a fan of his, Me and too. I want to see him 
you know, either, you know, stay in Impact or uh, go to AEW or wherever, you know, his career leads him. Because, like I said, I'm a huge fan. He was one of my favorites in Lucha Underground, hands down. I love watching him in Mm -hmm. Impact, but then the more and more I watch Impact, the more and more I never see him because he's always hurt. Or he's, like, getting some crazy, like, experimental uh, stem cell thing going on to get himself healed up, and now he's hurt again. It's obvious he's on the juice. I'm not judging him for being on the juice. I don't care. Honestly, it's 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 a it's a ballet, yeah, but it's also it's also uh Broadway to me in in the sense. Right. So, do what you got to do, but it seems like he's doing going a little too far cuz he's always getting hurt. He's putting too much strain on certain parts of his body. Now, right. I mean, like he bar- he barely wrestled when he was the champion and now he's hurt and I, I I wonder if he's got some internal conflict where everyone expects him to be this big, so he has to keep being that big. It's extra pressure, and also if if he was to, I don't know, maybe lay off of it for a bit, get a little bit leaner, uh, be a little bit more healthy in regards to how he's treating himself personally. Mm-hmm. Not that I really know all that stuff, but it's really obvious if you look at it. But right. if he was to lose a couple pounds, become leaner, become faster, and also not be so easily hurt if that would it some way hurt him internally his ego whatever you want to call it i mean usually when you say the word ego it's got negative connotations that's not what i mean i mean in terms of that he's going to let himself down and let his fans down that's what he's worried about and then he's going to end up really really hurting himself if he doesn't slow down so the thing about that is, is that that's a question that he's going to have to act, answer himself he's going to have to answer to the promoters that are booking him because again I, I mean, and as far as the uh, him being on the juice, hey, he can look like he's on the juice, but we, we won't know for sure. As far as him getting injured, at the end of the day, he's going to have to make that decision. He's going to have to say, well, maybe I need to lean, cut a, cut a couple of pounds because I'm always getting injured. Maybe I need to change my style up a little bit. Again, that's that's going to be on him. Like, I'll give you a spoiler alert right now. When and if I return, one of my first focuses, at depending on what my surgery is, is if I'm able to come back, I am going to cut a couple of pounds. Because, yeah, I'm a big dude. I'm a, I'm a powerhouse. But at the same time, I'm not fast. I'm not as fast. Uh, I get gassed out quickly. You know, yeah. I can't do certain things. So it just depends on, you know, what his what if he has a trainer, what he wants to do, what Cage wants to do himself, the promotions that are booking him, what they're going to ask of him. That's all that matters at that point. Now, all we can do as fans is support him. And hope he doesn't get hurt again. That's precisely why I wanted to bring it up in the first place. Is if he was to hear this, I wouldn't want him to think I'm chastising him. I would want to tell him personally, like if what I my theories are true, if I could, is let him know, hey, we just want you to be healthy. We have your back. What whether you're 900 pounds and in in you're full of muscle and and you know, mm-hmm. or or you're 250 and and you're rocking it. We've got your back. We love you. Right. Like there's, right. you've got a great look. You're great on the mic, and you're you're in our hearts. Do whatever you got to do to get back in there and be healthy, because we're not, you're not going to lose us if if, if you're listening. <laughs> and I, and I'm sure he I'm sure he he knows that because like I said, this ain't his first rodeo. This ain't his first promotion, and I mean, it probably ain't his first injury. So he already oh, yeah. knows that. And then the older that he gets, you know the the. As my trainer would say, the more his bump car gets fielded, and then, yeah. you know, it's just short. The shorter his career gets, so he'll figure it out. Now, uh, when it came to AEW on the on the cruise, it was a little bittersweet for me because I was supposed to be on the cruise last year. Oh man! And then, uh, like, literally made the last payment, and then me and my girl at the time just we called it quits. 
So we got Sorry a refund. That's ah, no problem, man. It, it, it wouldn't have been the same to go without her. Um, right. Even though, like, you know, um, not too fond of her. However, uh, it was cool to see everyone on the cruise. Everyone knew the words to to uh, Judas for Jericho. Judas, yeah. yes. I was really surprised that uh, they actually gave the belt to Kenny Omega and Hangman Page over SCU. I wanted to see them have that belt for a lot longer other than Kenny right. and, and Hangman because those guys, in my opinion, don't need a belt right now. Okay, it's nice so, that they got it, but it they don't need a belt right now. They're over. Give put the belts on people that need to get over. SCU over now. Give it to someone, uh, Lucha Bros, something like that. Maybe not Lucha Bros. Well, Lucha Bros is, in my opinion, they're over. Also, they were over before they came to AEW, especially yeah. Pentagon Junior. In my my opinion, or Penta Junior, or whatever he's calling himself this week. Yeah, uh, yeah but he, they they were always over. But I understand why they did it, and. I, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and speculate here. I could be wrong. I could be out of, out of line here. I think that what may be happening, because if you saw the Hangman Page interview, that's that seeds for dissension. That that might yeah. be a setup for Page's turn on the elite. elite. Yeah. Good point. Good point. And back to Pentagon, uh, I, I wish I hadn't said maybe the Lucha Bros, because me and my buddies have been talking that, man, I don't want them to wrestle together anymore yeah in triple a that's fine but in all elite mm-hmm. uh i want pentagon on his own that guy is a singles wrestler um yes. watching him on lucha lucha underground it just proves my point like the guy was a singles wrestler he, oh yeah he yeah. was nuts he he was insane especially when he uh paired up with vampiro oh know, my god was, uh he was breaking arms left right he, it didn't matter who you were he, he almost broke the announcer's arm if i remember correctly <laughs> Dude, uh, that match against him and Vampiro was one of my favorite things or moments in my whole life. That was just so amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Okay, it was one of those things where, where you're a wrestling fan at the end. We're like, oh my god, he was the maestro the whole time. Like, right, how did right. I not know that? But like, all the all the the lights they were breaking on each other's head, lighting that right. table on fire, Vampiro straight through it. I mean, that was. Oh man, I just I need to rewatch that just to get pumped for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> now I got a question for you, Jay. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, you just mentioned before about uh, when uh, Chris Jericho came out on his cruise and the crowd was singing his theme song, even though he was the heel. And if you look really closely, you know he was trying not to smile. Oh God! Now, I got yeah. a question for you. Which one was the most hypest moment in your opinion? That. Or when ECW One Night Stand came out and Sandman, Enter Sandman was playing, and Sandman came out through the crowd, and everybody in the Hammerstein Ballroom was singing uh, Metallica's Enter Sandman. Now, which one, in your opinion, do you think was better? Oh, I, or was I, more hype? Without question, ECW, man. Without question. <laughs> There's. I mean, I love Jericho, Le Champion, and everything. I love uh, what they're doing, but yeah, the, it. If if you hear Inner Sandman and it's in the old ECW, yeah, you're singing along. No. I don't care who you are. I I feel you loud and clear on that one, man. But you can't just throw ECW on me and then expect me to not pick ECW. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I understand that completely. No question there. Uh, it was a good show on the cruise. It wasn't the best. I mean, they did the best that they could. Uh, I was just kind of wondering more of like how long they had to get these guys or make sure they didn't uh, get too drunk and make sure they're sober enough to actually do the show. I mean, we don't have to worry about that with people like Kenny Omega or something like that. I was I was looking for like Hangman's face to be all red, like walking in all sweaty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cowboy, cowboy shit. You know yeah, how it goes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I am 
Man, I, I wish the best for him, but I am so sick of Marco Stunt, man. I, I, I want him to succeed, but at the same time, though, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I don't want to see him no more. It, so what is it about – so so just out of curiosity, what is it about you, uh, about Stunt, that you're not feeling? Because I'm going to be honest with you, and yeah, it's a bad co-host of me. I haven't seen Stunt. I know I'm falling it's, behind, but what is it about, about Stunt that turns you off? Well, I got to preface it with why I like him. Like, he's over. He can he can do the moves, but I can't sus- – mm-hmm. he's, he's a good brother. Uh, I know he's great in the locker room. I know that uh, he knows how to do business. I know that he will do everything he can to put people over. However, I can't suspend my disbelief with him. It, with With Jungle Boy – it was hard enough with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus in the first place. Jungle Boy, I really think uh, – should be a singles wrestler in in, in the first place. How, however, them with it's like their little buddy. Like like when it came to the elite and and on being the elite with with Marty Marty Scroll was like their little annoying buddy that you know everyone yeah. has that that group of friends and they've got that one little dude. And you're like why do you, why do you hang out with that guy? The tag along, the tag along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you hanging out with that guy? Like he, hey, you know every every crowd every group's got their asshole like. He's our asshole. He's our tag along, and and I I can't suspend my disbelief from him because I can see how they have to, how they have to hold back. Right. Like I mean, you can see a lot of things. You know them pulling punches certain times. Sometimes you can see their mouths move or hear hear them calling a uh, the the next spot. However, I can really see them going a lot more gentle on this on this guy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to call him a kid. I don't want to disrespect right. him. But it's I, I'm I'm done with it, man. I just I can't suspend my disbelief when it comes to it. And you've seen this happen before. I mean, if you if you follow wrestling back in the day, you've seen this happen before. You've seen this happen with uh, Albert and Scotty Too Hotty. I know I'm going way back or uh, Too Cool with Rikishi when he turned on them. I mean, it it's gonna happen eventually. So right if. if the, it's yeah, and that's kind of what I see from what you're telling me. That's kind of what's going to wind up happening. Luchasaurus is probably going to one day turn heel and just you know turn on them both. Well, I, I hope that they don't really turn heel. I hope they 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 go uh, you know their separate ways on, on a on a good note. But right. but back to stunt. How like just the best way I can think of putting putting it. How long are you actually able to put up with Hornswoggle? Oh, okay, so. I like Hornswoggle. I got no I like him. problem with him. I like him but too. But I he like... kind of, after they did the storyline with him, well, he was kind of grating and getting on my nerves a little bit. But then when he was revealed to be Vince McMahon's illegitimate son, I was like, <laughs> I forgot about all that. right, I'm going to head out. I'm, I'm <laughs> done. Thank you. Yeah, and, and uh, it's not even the storyline. It's just more of like, how long can you really put up with him as a wrestler? It was like, nah, I, I can't do this anymore. But moving on. Well, real quick though, like, like he even got a near fall on, on Y2J, Chris Jericho, my hero. I'm like, no, that that was not. No, he, Y2J yeah, was just no. taking a quick breath right there. He, even no. even if he was trying his hardest. Uh, Cody uh, coming out, uh, getting in the face of uh, MJF. I love it. MJF, jo- Joey Janela. That was uh, it was a stinker, man. I didn't like that match. Uh, Moxley and Pac in a number one's contender match. That one made me happy because it was one of those things like you know when you would see like Cesaro come out with that that muscle tape and yeah and the other opponents wouldn't always work it like they should i mean that that muscle tape says hit here <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's like a bullseye like hit yeah. here yeah well Moxley comes out with that eye patch on and uh Pac saw that loud and clear the bastard worked it 
Uh, worked that eye in almost every move. It was great. It, it was right. it was a, a great match to where when um, um, I keep I keep getting all distracted when it comes to like the names because it's like I was about to say Dean Ambrose uh, when Moxa when Mox actually you know got over. I believed it. I believed it. I was I was fully one hundred percent there, and right. Jericho is ready for it. I mean, in in a month, a little bit more than a month, it's it's going to happen, and that's going to be a barn burner of a match. I can't wait for it, and that's why I like AEW because they're building those sort of stories. I get these people that tell me, "Well, I can't watch AEW because I don't know the stories." They just started, asshole. They just <laughs> started not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean, WWE has been around. Well, WWE as a whole has been around what? 30 years? 20, 30 years? Yep. You know? So, more yeah, like, more like 37 when it, when it comes to, like, uh, Vince having control over it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But uh, well, let me look over my notes here, man. So we got that. Oh, uh, Britt Baker and Priscilla Kelly. Oh, God, I love Priscilla Kelly, man. Like, she's – I just I, – I want her to get a little bit bigger. I want her to see her be more of a heel. But even then, going up against uh, Britt Baker, getting that – that claw in that mouth, man. That that was that was a right. lot of fun. Good match. Uh, they're really putting women's wrestling over because a lot of times I hear of people course. tell me that it's boring. It's wrong. You just got to see the right ones. It's right. not like it used to be. Um, right. Anything else you got from AEW that uh, from this week or any other thoughts? Uh, so, like I said, not this week, no, because like I said, I caught up as much as I can on AEW. So, no, I just, I mean, just so in yeah. AEW in general, where you like it or uh, Well, the thing about it is, I want AEW to succeed. I want wrestling in general to succeed because, like I said, I'm no spring chicken, but I was around when the Monday Night Wars back in the late 90s, early 2000s were around. And you had you had a choice of wrestling. If you didn't like WWE, you had WCW. If you didn't like WCW, you had WWE. If you didn't like any of them, you had uh, you had ECW. And then you had in the ashes, you had uh, some minor territories. You had uh, like a Ring of Honor. You had Combat Zone Wrestling. You had Chikara. You know, so you had uh, I love Chikara. No, you're fine. No, I was saying I just love Shikara, man. Like that, that, that what a great territory. And even uh, CZ, uh, CZW, man. That, that, so much good stuff. Let's move right. on to the to the Rumble, guys. All right, so that's happening tomorrow night. You're gonna hear yep. well, for us tomorrow night. You're gonna hear this on Monday morning or whenever you download it on Monday. There's actually only 24 announced people coming in, so we've got so it's, it's usually 30, right? Yeah, it's usually 30. We've got 24 exactly. listed. We got 24 right. listed in order. Brock Lesnar, who's hopefully gets knocked out right away but i got something to say about that he won't we got aj styles alistair black Big E, bobby lashley braun Strowman, buddy murphy Dolph ziggler uh drew mcintyre elias eric rowan kevin owens king corbin kofi kingston otis randy orton ray mysterio ricochet roman reigns rusev samoa joe seth rollins shinsuke nakamura and tucker coming in at the last one listed at 24 so we've got six mystery people okay so the one thing about the Royal Rumble that I always love is if the mystery people are done right, then it'll be a great one. For like, for example, when uh, when it was AJ's debut and he was what, like number four? Remember, he came out reasonably early. You knew he wasn't going to win, but it, you were like, it was over oh, for shit, me. It's, all, it's AJ style. It was over for me it, when he came out. I'd lost it. I should have made a video and joined everyone else on those reaction things because that was nuts. Oh, yeah. I lost I lost my collective mind because I'm like, okay, so I'm old and I'm yeah. losing my vision because that's AJ Styles. 
and he's in WWE. What the hell? So, and, and like I said, uh, surprises can be good, and part of my language, surprises can be shit. Yeah. Like that one, well, like that one time where they had Booker T came in from the announce table. Then they had uh, Michael Cole. Oh God. Had the king. Oh God. Like, oh God. So you wasted three. Lives. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, not Michael Cole. Announce. Oh, that was awful. I remember that with, with the king. That was that was terrible. Uh, I did, back to AJ Styles though, man. It was like, who is that? It, it can't be. And I see I am, and then real slow, just says phenomenal. phenomenal. Oh, like, my oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think personally that Brock Lesnar is gonna get. He's gonna knock a bunch of people out. Then they're gonna throw him over the uh, one of the middle ropes. He's gonna lay there hurt for thirty minutes. And uh, CM Punk is probably going to be the surprise because I think that they've lost so much uh, people that they can't throw enough money at CM Punk right now. To They got him uh, on that after show thing, which I think is shit. Yeah. And I think they're going to do everything they can to get him to CM Punk. And then CM Punk's going to go out there and still lose to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay, so I'm a fan of Punk. I'm a fan of his work. Uh, like I said, the dude is great in the ring, great in, great on the microphone. Whatever he does personally, that's not in my concern. As a wrestling fan, I am a fan of his. I don't think Punk is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, to be honest with you, it's almost like it's too obvious. Now, I could be wrong. Right. But the one thing I want to focus on that a lot of people have not really talked about is the fact that the uh, situation is dictating Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar could possibly be in the same ring together. See that if I was if I was Vince and I re-signed Bobby, because their styles are similar. They both wrestle. They both wrestled. Uh, Bobby Lashley wrestled for the Army. Uh, Brock Lesnar he wrestled. You know, collegiate champion, uh, and then he's a multi-time champion. Uh, Lashley's a champion in other promotions. I mean, their styles are so similar. They both are participating in MMA. You could print your own money. Why they did not pull the trigger on this yet, I will never figure that out. <laughs> print your own money. That's a good way to put it, man. But exactly. uh, I, I, that's the best I got. I, I, I really hope that Kevin Owens is has a bigger role in it because they're misusing him. I think they're misusing pretty much everyone, but Kevin Owens has exactly. always been my boy since he was Steen. Uh, I hope he does something. If it's not, I mean, if anything, I, I, I'm all I can think of is negatively, like that Lesnar will win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> like, but, and, and, I'm a, and I would be like, why? Because I understand why some people are at number one. I even understand. In fact, it's kind of, it kind of made sense a couple of years ago when Reigns was number one and he was the champion. And storyline wise was you had to face 30 people to retain your title. I mean, I, and he didn't want to be in the Royal Rumble. He had to do it to retain his title. Yeah. That makes a little bit of sense. But now Lesnar's like, okay, I just want to, I just want to be number one and I'm the champion because I'm Brock Lesnar because that's what I want to do. How huh? that makes no sense. Yeah, but nothing they do makes sense. They they, they want to piss their fans off. Or they want to make them happy. It's, I mean, that's gonna have to be like something we're gonna have to like map out to talk about in in the future right. when it comes to WWE just crapping on their right. fans. But we've got some uh, we've got some great shows coming up uh, here in Colorado. We've got Ruta Plaza coming up on uh, February fifteenth. We've yes. got I know uh, we've I know we've got a new era show the coming up in February as well. I haven't seen the date for that yet. 
Primo's okay. is going to be doing two shows in February, one on the 7th and one on the 9th in Denver. And yep. uh, if anyone else has got anything coming up, message us. We'll make sure we give you guys There's a shout-out. There is one that uh, you did forget to mention. Uh, there is an RCW show oh, yeah. in Pueblo on the 1st. Uh, I was supposed to be in it, but, hey, there's a nice lineup. It's actually uh, Damian Malice versus Big Guns Justin Andrews in their rubber match because they both uh, face each other. Uh, they're both tied at one apiece. Uh, you got... The number one contender for the is the universal title, I, I, the RCW title. Uh, Balaam Links versus uh, the Damon weapon, Ace. Damon Ace. Hey, fans of both of their work. Hey, I know they're going to tear the house down on that. They're and two of just, my personal favorites, man. They're they're two alumni from the show as well. Nice, nice. And like I said, it's 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 a great time to be a wrestling fan. Not just in like the big promotions, uh, but in Colorado in general. Because when I got out the army and I wanted to be. In, in wrestling, yeah, there was no wrestling in Colorado Springs. I think the furthest, the closest one was in is was Rocky Mountain Pro up north, it, but it was I don't think it was called that then, and it was farther up north, so I couldn't make it up. So yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, you you don't have an excuse at this point right now. Not not at all. Not in Colorado, that's for damn sure. Hell, we exactly. got people coming from Utah, Arizona, New Mexico come wrestle our boys and girls. So exactly, exactly. Man, it has been a pleasure. This is exactly what I've always wanted the podcast to be. Guys, this is part one of uh, the regular uh, show. That's what's going to be happening from now on. Stay tuned. Don't forget, because the second that this interview ends with Mr. Slick here, uh, the continuation for part two of uh, this show is going to be a killer interview with the Brother Smith. You got Brother Chadwin and Brother Austin uh, shaming everyone. And <laughs> just stay tuned. Man. It's been a pleasure, Slick. Thanks so much. Honor honor is all mine, my brother. You take care. I will uh, catch you on the next show. And like my catchphrase goes, Slick out. And uh, Minefielders, here is the Brother Smith. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Hello. (laughs) I've been wanting to get you guys on for a while, but you guys are – you got a lot of duties at church and uh, uh, traveling back and forth. Thanks for your time. Oh, you're welcome. This is also true. Yes, we've been we've been collecting our tidings for our great watcher, well, making brother, them proud. It is pivots. Ten percent, right? Same thing, brother. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, tell everyone who you are. So yes, uh, I'll go first. Um, I am Brother Austin, one half of the Brother Smith. I'm Brother Chatwin, the other half of the Brother Smith, and oh. we're the Brother Smith. Mm-hmm. Hello. You guys just finished working out, training, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we just got done with training and spreading the good word. Of course, we're always we are always spreading the good word. Where do you guys train? So, uh, you want to take on this? Oh, one? Yeah. We train in Salt Lake City, Utah, with Devotion Championship Wrestling. Devotion's getting a lot of uh, momentum going. Just a year, I've been really impressed with how how well it's been doing. Oh yeah, it's been taking off like crazy. We we've been making some big moves, and it's only going to continue to get bigger keeps going and going going up the ladder it's gonna reach our great watchers soon and sh- this is also true along with the good book yes sir now who's uh who's training you guys in particular like the, the if you can to say the per- the person so yeah our, our two number our two trainers are um manny lemons and then andrew Sowell. but sometimes we have to put Sowell in his place <laughs> most of the time we do yes yes brother. that's yes. also true lemons is awesome i love watching that guy go out Oh, oh, he, he is oh, great. He, we, helped, we helped Brother Lemons get the victory 
back in September at Remember the Ballin for his team. That's right, brother. That's right. And we also helped him at CSW to, to become number one contender for that this championship. True. That is yes. also true. I love seeing you guys at CSW. You guys are so damn over there. Like, are, are you were you surprised how quickly you guys got over, or you guys just knew it was going to happen because you've been praying for it? Um, tell you the truth, we were actually surprised. Yeah, we were surprised, but deep down we kind of knew because we did keep praying, and the Great Watcher just blessed us with this talent. And honestly, CSW is a lot of fun to be working with. It's a, I love the crowds out there, yeah. even though they don't love us that much. But yes. But we always will spread that good word of the good book. That is also true, brother. That is true. That is true. You guys get such a pop every single time, man. You you got little kids booing you. I'm surprised someone hasn't, like, snuck in a girly mag to make you look at real quick. Whoa, whoa. Shame, shame. Shame, shame, If we ever see that, we will definitely be shaming that person. We we cannot look at women's Uh, funny business. I I don't even want to think about that, brother. I I already have five wives. I have Chesticles. Well, the other three are on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get started. Like, I got a lot of good questions for you guys, but I want to start out. How you guys? How you started in the business? Uh, how old are you guys? Uh, so, all right, brother Austin here will go first. So, I am 22 years old. I actually started wrestling July of 2019, and it's just been taken off since then. You've had a great look so far. I've seen your photos uh, online. Like, you you're bulking up pretty quick that's good good for you like that shows that you're really working hard and training hard now, oh yes sir in and out of the ring i'm always thinking about wrestling so when i'm not in the ring i'm training at the gym to work on my physique and just get better and brother chadwin this is brother chadwin i am 28 years old i've been training for about a year how'd you get started i mean did you uh, something you've always wanted to do and then just finally I, did it or did oh i've been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid, and then opportunities came, and I jumped right on them. How'd you yeah, fa- same story, same. Um, since I was a little kid, always wanted to do it. Now, finally doing it, living the life, living the dream. How'd your family react to it? My, my family, one hundred percent support. Yeah, same here. My family's been super supportive. They've been at all the shows here at DCW, and yeah, they just continue to push me, and it uh, keeps me going strong too. You guys got big families. I, I would say a decent size. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, decent for a couple of brothers. Now, uh, who who are your guys? When you, I loved finding this out. I remember uh, when I was talking to uh, Logan Austin, and I was like, "Who's your guys?" And he's like, "Man, I really like Dolph Ziggler." I'm like, "Of course you like Dolph Ziggler." <laughs> oh. <laughs> he looks like a guy that likes Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he does. I should have yeah. I should have figured that out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever met someone in my life that liked Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> That's the first time I heard that. Mm. Same to me, brother. Well, I, I am, yeah, I am truly shocked right now. Who are your guys? Were like when, uh, when you first when you first started liking it, like who first captured it? And you're like, man, I just love that guy. Uh, for me, brother Chatwin, it was uh, believe it or not, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's my favorite. Yeah, well, I remember that whole feud with him and McMahon. When I first watched it, I was like, holy cow. I am addicted. And then I started watching more. And then with the Undertaker and Kane storyline, I was like, they got me. So you so you were really into it back like around 99. That's when you first started because that's when those storylines well, started going. It, base, uh, early 98. Right on. Yeah, that, that sounds exactly right. And then since then, been hurt since that long. <laughs> and Austin? 
Yeah, so Brother Austin here, um, my t- my guys, I have two of them. So The Rock and Eddie Guerrero, those are my two my two favorites, and they, they always steal the show. They always put on a good show. Good choice with the Latino Heat, man. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's a legend, man. I remember the day when, uh, sadly, when he passed, I, I was crying like a baby when I was a little kid watching uh, Monday Night Raw when they did the 10-bell salute. It was a tough day, but I miss him. He's And, yeah, I, I try to look up to him in the ring. I got also emotional that night, too. Not only the 10 bell salute, but when SmackDown, oh. when Batista came riding oh, out yeah, in the low rider. That one right there got me, too, bro. That that one broke me. That one was the hardest 10 bell for me, especially oh. uh, I, I, you know, now I, I question it because of how they do business. But then, like, you know, they show the kids crying, holding their mama. The, 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 the two things that broke me was Ray Ray crying into Shawn Michaels' chest like he Oh, man, yeah. And then the look of pain and anguish on Benoit's face, like not oh, not, not oh, another that one. That still gets me, yes. Not, oh, not I can't even one. watch that back now. It's it's still – I still get teared up over it. All right, so we start around 98 and then we're evolving. Did you guys start checking out like around like uh, Ring of Honor and like uh, your, your later teens or anything oh. like that? Brother Chowden here. Uh, I started watching Ring of Honor, I want to say, during – I can't remember. All I remember is it was right as um, Seth Rollins, a.k.a. Tyler Black. Tyler Black. First, well, first won the Ring of Honor World Championship. That's when I started watching Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And then um, I kind of got late into the indie scene. Um, I would I want to say around 2013, I was like maybe – I was I was in high school at the time. Um, that's when I started like checking out um, other other promotions of wrestling. You guys having a lot of fun living the dream like that, especially I mean like from around in my in my opinion around like 2005 and up is when the indies started gaining like some crazy momentum. And from what I understand, it, it it's not like that on the road. You're it's still well, I mean you're still on the road and you're traveling with your brothers and splitting gas money and that sort of thing but now it's turned it seems like it's evolved into like a rite of passage like it well obviously it's always a, a, a rite of passage but like the, the way a rock star and glamorized that sort of life has now been glamorized to to go from indie to indie do you guys feel like you're living that dream brother Chapman here I honestly tell you the truth I do and Oh yeah, and I can I agree with him too. Like it's it's been life changing since I got on the road and started training as a wrestler and starting to do shows. It's been I've been definitely living the dream and I've been blessed. And then brother Chairman here, just how much like you travel and like you talk and get to know people. And then when you get to the places you go do shows at and you learn other people's style and see how they perform and all that, it's just really you take a lot in. Well. How did it feel to take your first bump? Oh, oh, you want to tell that story, brother? Oh, my first bump. When I first took it, I was like, holy cow. But then after that, it was I hooked since. Yeah, I remember my first bump. I took it, and uh, yeah, I it definitely knocked the breath out of me. I was uh, on my knees talking to the Great Watcher, asking him, like, what am I going to do here? But he gave me the strength. You were talking to the Great Watcher. I was talking to him and looking in the good book as, at the same time. Yeah, brother, why didn't you help me out on that one? I, I, I could have definitely used the good book. Uh, I, we'll I talk love about it. that later. All right, all right, yes. I love it, man. Like, y- y'all are always so good on the mic and in the ring. Now, okay, so you took your first bump. Did they 
did they really go hard on you? Like, is there like a rite of passage, like hit you even harder for your first bump just to weed you out? Uh, for me, I, it was just, they just had me bump constantly, constantly, constantly just to get, just to get it down. But I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't too harsh on you. Uh, for me, it was just bump, do it again, boom, do it again, do it again, do it again, till it just, yeah, you, yeah, soon your body just starts getting used to it, and, and yeah, you don't, don't feel anything after after that anymore. How long were you taking bumps until someone really described to you, like, the concept of having a bump card that's going to run out of punches? Honestly, I'm still a bump dummy, dummy over here. I am a... Me too, brother. I mean, we're, we're both the dummies over here, yes. We, they like to... Remember what happened in July? Everyone came after us in that rumble. That's true, brother. That is true. Yes. So we are still... Uh, we are still... We're still getting our bump card going. What's the training like? I mean, like, uh, is it a lot of... Do you guys focus on anything in particular? Or are you guys uh, really still going through a lot of the fundamentals? So, yeah. So, um... Yeah, it's mostly all the basics, fundamentals. Um, also, work, like learning how to work in front of a crowd, learning uh, TV style, learning hard cam, and just uh, just focusing on playing your character while performing in front of the crowd. And then um, practicing, you know, since, since we're brothers and we're a tag team and we're one of the – actually, we're probably the best tag team. I, I, I definitely agree with you, brother. And we think of strategies like – what move set should we do? Or what oh, could we yes, do? We to, always what could way. we do along with our great watcher? Psych out our opponents. Exactly, we're always on that. You you really get a good reaction out of your opponents and out of the crowd. I mean, like I'm honestly surprised that you've only been wrestling for a little bit more than a year. That's uh, that sort of mic work is kind of a gift. Uh, it looks like you guys have been praying extra hard. Oh yes, sir. We've been uh, we've been on our knees and always talking to the great watcher, and he's been blessing us. And honestly, I think it's just we just been blessed with our chemistry together. Right, the first day when uh, we tagged with each other, day one, day one, day one, when when I was outnumbered in a rumble, and I prayed to the great watcher to send me a brother, a brother showed up, and it was brother Austin. And ever since then, it's been it's been taken off, and uh, we've just been killing it together. How'd you guys hook up outside of the ring? I mean, like, obviously, the, you know, the Great Watcher magically, you know, div- divinely had Brother Austin come and save you, Chadwin. But but b- before that, I mean, like, did you guys have any interaction, like, even think about ever being, like, a, a tag team? Or was it one of those things where uh, the, great wa- the Great Booker in the sky just said, hey, you two are a tank team now? That's uh, pretty much how it was. Yeah, the Basically. Great Booker and the Great Watcher got together, and they yeah. said, uh, these two right here, I think, are money. And they were correct. And then as soon as day one, when that happened, the chemistry was there with Brother Austin and Brother Chatwin, and it just it just it uh, continues to get better. It keeps getting better better and better, and we're growing and growing and growing along with our great watcher with our good with our good book too Can't oh yes you gotta have the good word and the good foot now out, yes, outside sir. of outside of the ring though i mean like uh how do you guys work i mean like uh you guys hang out a lot i mean like is this something that uh just really just hits you and all of a sudden you've got a, a true brother that you can't live without and you guys are going to hanging out with friends and going you know uh doing your missionary work together i mean like help me out here what do you guys do outside of the ring oh. Oh, yeah. Outside of the ring, we go to the gym. Oh, yeah. We are training we get, together. We, we train together. We get that pump in. And we eat together. We eat together. 
it, yeah, we are actually yeah, we're always hanging out after training. We're hanging out, drink glass of milk and juice, brother, and juice. Can't yes, forget can't juice. forget about the juice. But we shower separate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only time we're not with each other is when we're we're taking our separate baths. You know, so yes. Uh, I assume that the reason you said that is because you might get that question often then. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. The people that say that are shame. Shame on that them. Is, yes. Shame that is for extremely shameful. That. Extremely. I, I can't believe that anyone would ever want to violate your privacy like that. But even, I mean, uh, as good Mormon, good Mormon brothers like that. I mean, you, you, you're on the path. So let, let's let's keep going. Um, now, so you're working out together. Uh, you're eating together. What's the diet like? Uh, help me out here. Like I want some details on the diet. So, uh, so brother Austin here, my diet is very, uh, low carb, high, high protein. I'm, I'm mostly a keto style. Um, that's how I like to lean out. But when I'm, when I'm on the bulk, um, I do eat a lot of carbs and a lot of protein. I like to stay all natural. Like, uh, with all my meats, I, I like to eat grass fed. I'm just very, I'm also health conscious as well. So I eat a lot of organic foods and just, uh, a lot of vegetables, uh, I've I've heard a few different interviews. One in particular, where and uh, brother Chapman, you're gonna love this. Uh, you know that Stone Cold has a keto diet right now, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I oh, heard about yes. this. Oh, yes. And he was interviewing Vampiro of all people, and Vampiro. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I know, I know that he walks a path that is a, a little bit a little shameful. A, a little oh, shameful. Actually, one day, one day we will go down that path with Vampiro. Pyro, and we will show him the way. Brother, no shooting. Oh, Calm down, right, brother. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, the, he's and uh, he's Vampiro is uh, he's I believe he's vegan, full on vegan. He was actually tempting the rattlesnake to even actually I, try it out. Really? I, I heard about that. I heard about heard something that he was vegan. Uh, would you even consider something like that, or is red meat something just too near and dear? Or, uh, honest, I cannot give up steak. I love steak. So, yeah, there's no possible way. Not even the Great Watcher himself can make me go vegan. I will fight the Great Watcher on that one. Same with me. Same with me. Well, uh, I'm glad you said that because uh, next time you guys – if you guys get here early enough, it sounds like I owe you guys a steak. Oh, oh, sir, we are taking you up on that offer. Oh, we'll get it next time. We'll get it next time. Yeah, you, you out-of-towners never show up enough. Like I remember the Albuquerque guys were coming and I was like – because. I'm Mexican. They're Mexican. I'm from New Mexico. Shit, half my family. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to curse. Uh, half my shame, uh, shame, 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 brother. I, I apologize, guys. I appreciate your 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 your, uh, your forgiveness on that one. That just slipped. Uh, I'm, we I'm, had to hold it back. Uh, hold I'll, back. I'll do my best. Uh, I was like, hey, get here early. I'll, like, I've got hatch chili. I can make you guys a huge like enchilada thing. You won't have to worry about food if you get here early enough. And like, they're like, oh, we'll think about oh, it. No way. I don't, I don't think they thought they were seri- that I was serious, but I'm. If you guys get early, early enough, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I'll we'll, we'll get some steaks on me. Hey, definitely. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the road is a lot more uh, gentle on us because lately, uh, our past few trips, uh, that snow, that snow the snow was yes, yeah, snow's been very shameful, and the traffic has been terrible, making us show up a little late. Not yeah. not that what we like at all. I'm this glad is you, also true. The weather's been shameful. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that really stuck out to me. Because uh, I'm, I'm there in the back running sound. Like, I got really lucky. Like, uh, I don't know how your dealings with Randy have gone, but I assume they've gone really well because you're coming back all the time. My dealings with Randy have been amazing. Uh, and I met him at a time that no one was taking me seriously at first. And he was the first one. He was the first one. And uh, he, awesome. he 
we were hanging out at his house and uh, he was mentioning that he was, you know, he told me early that he's going to be taking over Colorado Springs wrestling. And um, I was like, well, how can I help? Cause I, we were just there kind of shooting, the, uh, shooting the breeze, just uh, talking back and forth about storylines and uh, talking about, you know, how much we can't wait for AEW to start. And I just happened to mention that I've got a sound system. He just got up and he just hugged me. He's like, please tell me it's a good sound system. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can, you can use it. And, uh, so he takes good care of me. Uh, so I get, you know, I get to go in the locker room. I get to talk to y'all, which is what I asked for really, but he still takes better care of me on the side too for like, I still get paid like everyone else. And I'm watching. That is you. awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. It is awesome. I, I get I get a royal treatment there, and uh, surprisingly, um, everyone has been really respectful to me. And uh, one thing I noticed was, a, you guys are there all the time, and you guys live in Utah. Some guys are like stressed to get here from Denver. <laughs> oh wow! Which, uh, granted, I'm not hating on anyone because people got jobs, people, but uh, you got family, you got kids. Um, Y'all are here all the time. Are you are you guys hitting up um, any places in Denver? Like, uh, have you guys got any offers for like Primos or for anyone like uh, uh, New Era? Um, we did uh, back in what did you say, brother? About Novemberish, about November, October, 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 October Novemberish. We were we did do a show with in Primos. with Primos, and the brother Smith came out victorious. Yes, That's sir. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did a. We also did a bar, uh, neon lights bar fight. And oh, oh, brother, brother. oh, oh we, we did. We did not know it was a bar, but we thought it was uh, the church. The, the church, church, brother. Yes, 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 yes the yes. church. They, wait, hold on but, a second. Let, let me get this straight. They did a neon lights bar fight at the church in Denver, the goth, the goth club. Brother, brother, he knows. He knows. So, it's like it's like he could hear us. You, we gotta be a little bit quiet, brother. Yeah, exactly. You, you guys, like, I'm surprised you didn't burst into flames when you walked in that place. Oh, 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 oh! It that was, place was never the same again after we left. It was, it was heating up in there. That's all I can say. I mean, I, I was raised Catholic. I don't know if uh, Mormons uh, use holy water, uh, but I imagine that if they did, you probably didn't bring enough. We oh. actually brought the Great Watchers' tears and and the good book, the good book, and it, it was enough to save us. Hmm. They didn't use any naughty language during the, the comedy, did they? Uh, sadly, there was some shameful language, and um, I, I had to take my tie off. And uh, we had a we had, we had a, a we had a couple of tussles. We did tussle. We, we we had a couple of tussles. One guy, he he felt the wrath of Brother Chow. And there was a hussy there that we had a we she had was shameful, shameful very shameful. She was especially shameful. what she was wearing, brother. Oh gosh, I don't want to think about that. Neither do I. No, we I'm, have wives. I Five might, of them. I might not work walk the straight and narrow. But I cannot believe that someone would disrespect you to to invite you to a place like that where they're showing you girls naughty bits, talking in perverse language, and expect you to perform at your top your, your top levels. Like I find that kind of disrespectful and honestly a little shameful. It, it was very right shameful, on, brother. Yes. Right on. And uh, as true professionals as we are, we did the right thing, and we we put on a great show for ourselves. Oh, we did. We did. We did do that. I'm, Even though, like I said, we had to take – our ties did come off. Yes. But I mean, we had to teach a few shameful people and some hussies. 
some lessons. Yes, sir, Brother Chatwood. They, they cater to all the dudes in the back, whether they're Vikings or alien warriors, and they disrespect you like that. You know, I'm a little upset, guys. I'm, I'm you know, this is my this is my state, and I have to say we're not all like that. So please, I hope that didn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. It was a little sour, but it's out of my mouth now. It's out of my mouth, too. And knowing that you also see where our pain's coming from. Exactly. We, we know there's hope in the, in the state of Denver now. Well, even so, I mean, obviously there's some risks that you got to take. Um, when you're going on the road like this, uh, how, how are we doing this? Uh, are you guys all splitting? Like, are you even – well, actually, I don't want to ask that question because we don't want to talk about purses here. Uh, what I want to ask you is – in regards to the road trips, uh, I want to know some road stories, but also, I mean, like, like, tell me how do how do they start out? Like, what Manny come and pick you guys up at the temple, and then you guys have your bags ready, or you meeting at his house? That, that is true. Yes. That is true. He picks us up at the temple after we 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 said a good prayer. Say more than one good prayer. We oh, say yeah, three good prayers. Yes, three for the good luck. And we pick up the good book. And we and we're on our way. And we're on our way. The and great watchers looking after us, and we're good. Oh, and Brother Lemons loves hearing a few pages from the good book. Oh yes, we are, we are always preaching the good word on the road to Brother Lemons, now, and also Sister Rekka. Oh, Rekka oh, Sister Rekka. Yes, Sister Rekka. She, she loves hearing about it. Oh yes. Does, does she, we are slowly converting them. Does she join in singing with you guys on the way there? Oh yeah. Oh, yes. The other day we. Remember on the way back, we were singing Kumbaya, Kumbaya. And, and she was clapping along she was with clapping, us. Yes, man, he was all up bopping his head because he loved the tune. Yes, sir. Man, I and brother, Ch- that, uh, brother Cutting, brother Cutting did yes. it too. I wonder if there's a metal version of Kumbaya that could really just you know take that the 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 Great Watcher's word and add that extra beef to let people know that you're serious. That sounds like you know what? We, we definitely need a version of that. That way, we can listen to that before we head to our ring, brother. That would that pump us up. Idea. Yes, I. You know what? I think we're gonna we're gonna have to talk to the Great Watcher and have make make a a remix. Oh, the Great Watcher. We're like all three of us are like this. Oh yes, sir. And he will listen to us, and he will give so, us that. So you know what that means? Be expecting the remix very soon. Remix coming up, man. That sounds like a good idea, especially because you guys mean business, but. We also got to let people know that this gimmick isn't a gimmick. It's true life. Yes, sir. We live it. We breathe it. We breathe it. We live it. And now, we read it. Now, one of the and things that I've been worried sh- about is is whether or not in the state of Utah, if anyone has given you any sort of uh, uh, back talk and didn't think you're true true believers. Did there you- is There is some shameful people out there. But the ones that come and want to listen to us and go on the path with us, they have our backs. And that's what keeps us going right there. How do you handle Just the ones- knowing the support here. Yo, I'm sure you guys got some good support there. I mean, you guys are over as hell here, and we see you like pretty often, I mean, which is which is great. But even then, like in your home state of Utah, how do you handle the people that are, 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 are not too pleased with what you're doing? So we, I, we take a lesson from what the Great Watcher has taught us, and that is just turn the other cheek and keep walking and just keep doing what we got to do. And it's almost like talk to the hand. Yes, sir. And you know what? Sometimes that hand does slap back, but we didn't see that because our cheeks were turned. Exactly. And there's also sometimes we have to turn the other cheek. That is also true, brother. That's, yes. That's four cheeks being turned. That's a lot of cheeks. This is also true. 
A lot of cheeks uh, be slapping over here. Now, one of my favorite comedians is Bill Hicks. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Uh, if you've ever listened to the band Tool, you might have heard that name come up. Um, however, uh, one of his uh, one of my favorite jokes of his was he was talking about doing uh, comedy, and he's he's he was really unfortunately he passed back in '94. But when he he would go out, he would go to all these. He would call him like he went on a tour called the Flying Saucer Tour. He called it that because he would it was like he was the alien that would show up in Midwest cities. Uh, delivering alien messages of knowledge and uh, in one particular place uh, someone came up to him and said hey buddy we're Christians and we don't like what you said and he turned and looked at them and said so forgive me (coughs) could you repeat that one? no he just turned these guys came up to him and said hey we're Christians we don't like what you said and he said so forgive me it was one of the funniest things. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. That's basically our attitude right there. Exactly, brother. Brother Austin, you are A on track. Yes, sir. Tell me a good road story. with the, it's, it's you and um, uh, Sister Rekka and uh, Brother Lemons. Brother Lemons. Yes. Brother Lemons. Uh, you got some good road and stories? And also Brother Cuddy. Yes. Brother Cullen once in a while when he can make it. Yes, oh, sir. I was so glad brother, to see him the other day. you got to let them know about that road story, brother. Well... Sometimes when Brother Lemons gets frustrated on the road, I we tell him, especially me, Brother Lemons, don't get mad at these shameful people. Just remember what the Great Watcher and what the good book says. Calm and patience. He takes a couple breaths, and we drive smoothly. And then Sister Rekka beats us. I did not want to tell that part of the story, but yes. Let's hear the whole story, guys. I got to hear it. Brother, brother, chat would take over. Oh, you want me? I can't tell the story, brother. I, if I say it, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the. Eat. I, 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 I bless. I want to get beat. I blessed my recording equipment earlier, so I think we got a little bit of buffer here. Oh, a little buffering going? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying like I, I blessed my equipment. Oh, when you blessed the equipment, brother. Oh, so yeah. we are good to tell it. We are good to tell it. Um, okay, there was one time, uh, when we were driving, um, we went to get some food. You remember the food? You remember oh, the food? The food was good, brother. The food was delicious. But, yep. should we say it? Brother, we have to. Should we say it? We have to, brother. Sister Rekka wanted to order a beverage that was not the good book oh, worthy. Not at all. It was a very shameful bre- beverage. Oh, it was very shameful. Like a jaws dropped. Did it? Did it have sugar? And in we it? said, "Sister, you can lots sugar? of sugar. Oh, very shameful sugar. Oh. It, it, some evil sugar in there as well. Ca- not That's caffeine. Evil, evil sugar. Wants... And then we were like, "Sister, wreck You cannot drink that." And I took the drink and I gave it back to the young, nice waitress. And then we finished our meal. We got in the car. And then Sister Rekka chopped you. Chopped me. Chopped right in the parking lot, huh? Oh, not just any type of chop. It is the Rekka Tahaka chop. Oh, I've the seen chop that. that will make you cry. The chop that will make your chest bleed. Hey, hey, I didn't want to is, admit is it, it, but yes, there was tears coming down my face. It, Brother Chatwin was crying. I did. It was not just tears. It was the Great Watcher's tears because the Great Watcher felt that chop as well. She wasn't drink, trying to drink a Coca-Cola, was she? Oh, 
brother. I mean, I thought I I'd say that it. was it. I it thought was I would definitely say it. not. It was a dirty Coca-Cola. Oh, oh no. very dirty. Oh no! Wow, that's what and, we were saying. And then Brother Austin told, said to her, "Shame!" And I, she took, I shamed her, and she grabbed the good book and smacked him in the head. And IQ uh, points have dropped. Uh, I assume that uh, Brother Lemons was uh, laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> oh, he was laughing, but also devastated. She but mostly laughing. She didn't, she didn't wrinkle your shirt because I know you guys get those pressed and, and permed before every show. Oh, oh this of is course. Also true. This we, is also true. we are always looking our best and we always got to look fresh. But she did repay. She did pay. She did. She did pay. Far shirts to get iron. She did. That's right. And she donated to the tithing box. That is true. And we even read her two pages from the good book. She actually listened to us. Yes. And she shook our hands and apologized. That is also true, brother. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I saw you guys demanding ten percent out of all the wrestlers at the end of the show uh, last Saturday. Um, I don't remember this. Um, yeah, I must have uh, got concussed. <laughs> I just remember remember us winning. Tag team of the year. That is right, brother. That is right. That 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 certificate really held up, guys. Really held up. Oh, and that that tiny trophy. I Tro- I I I have that on my trophy case with many other trophies. How do you guys split that? Like, are we talking like we're even days well, in the week, or in like Sunday well, is back and forth, or? Well, myself, brother Chaplin, we, me and brother Austin sat down and we talked about it. So, in the interest of fairness, brother. Ch- Brother Austin kept the trophy, and he let me keep the certificate. So everything's good on that part. But I will tell you this. I am going with – I'm sorry, Brother Shaman, but I am going through uh, court custody right now to get custody of that certificate. Brother, I want it all weekends, okay, brother? You didn't tell me this. Well, the papers are coming soon. Now, I, I know you guys – I got to tell wife number three to keep an eye on the mail. Hmm. I know you guys do 10% every Sunday, but I used to work at a bank, and um, every Monday, just a random story, because I'm sure you guys are really busy with the church, um, every Sunday, we would have to take, we would be, early morning, we'd be, um, there'd be a night drop over the weekend, but there was a, a Mormon church nearby that would make all their night deposits, and they would make their deposits like regular people, but they would also include, like, down to a penny, with like almost an itinerary of people's names uh but not like the full name type thing and then i'm like what the hell is this and sorry guys but i was just really taken aback and uh one of the guys i worked with was a very nice gentleman that was also mormon and he's like oh this is the the mormon church's tithing and i'm like there's like eighty thousand dollars here and he's oh, like, wow. Wow. And I think that was meant to go to us. Yeah. That was to go to us. But hey, we made more. And, that's true, brother. And that's when I learned what – he's like, yeah, this is their tithing. And I'm like, tithing? He's like, yeah, it's a word that means 10%. And I was like, oh. And uh, I, I did have to uh, – I, I do have to admit some shamefulness on my part here because he was telling me – he was a very nice gentleman. Uh, but he was telling me a story about how he did his uh, missionary work in Amsterdam. And I was like, okay, because the guy was – uh, shameful himself. He was a he was one of the bigger potheads I knew at the time. And um, however, he uh, he mentioned that he was there for two years. And I'm like, well, how many people did you convert? And he said two. And I said two. And he said yes, two. And I could not stop laughing. 
<laughs> like, like two years, you got two guys. Like, it's like, this is the hardest place in the world. To, that is two. Uh, he needs to uh, read a good book. He needs to read that good book a little bit hey, better. Look how many people read. We, we converted a lot, millions and millions. We came of the Brother Smith bands. We came and we can't count them on our fingers or our toes. Yeah, if you add our fingers and toes together, you, yeah, oh, is that twenty? Mm. Wait, count that. Oh, oh, next time, next time. Yeah, next time. We'll next count that one time. But, yeah, we, we converted millions and millions of the Brother Smith fans. No, you, you're certainly getting there. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you in particular, uh, being on the road, how's the response been in other like, – I assume you've probably been to Arizona and maybe California once or twice or maybe Nevada. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, did you guys – have you guys done Cactus in uh, Arizona yet? I have not. I would love to actually. Not yet. Not yet, but we will. We will get out there. Yeah, we, I would love to. I, I hear that guy, the the guy, the gentleman that runs it, whose name escapes me at the moment. But even if I did, I wouldn't want to repeat it because I know some bookers don't want to ever be named on you know publicly. Uh, that the guy at Cactus, uh, if they make extra money, he gives you extra money. Books people that are willing to work, and that's all he cares about is that they're willing to work. And I, I, man, I really think you guys, if he hasn't hit you up yet, you guys need to reach out. Cause I, there's, there's been people here that are starting to go to Arizona and vice versa. I mean, like heck the bearded lady, uh, I know you guys had, a- Oh, the bearded lady. She, she did do some shameful things to hey, us. Hey, yeah. that bearded lady put my finger somewhere oh. that it should not have been. Brother, my finger was up. I don't even want to say where it was. I, I was whoa, there. Whoa. I, I saw you guys washing it all, your fingers off with bleach in the back in, in the locker room. This However, still yeah, was not enough. No, no. But but even then, uh, I, man, I, I would love to see you guys go there because honestly, um, one of the things that I pride myself on is because I've been a reporter for so long. I told you guys earlier, uh, mm. obviously trying to impress you, uh, is that I'm really good at spotting talent. Like uh, I, I've got a knack for it. Um, I, I kind of feel bad sometimes because uh, I've had some people that don't wrestle no more for obvious reasons uh, in terms of like they just weren't good. <laughs> um, well, I want to be in the show. Come to ask me. And I'm like, man, I never got around to it. And But at the same time though, um, it's one of those things like if you're not getting booked, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. And I, I guess oh, no. I am, we are definitely going to hit up Cactus. Oh, we would love to do work out there. And when we get to Cactus, we will spread the word of the good book. Yes, we will, brother. Praise all great watch. Yes, we will, brother. We'll stay away from the spicy food and don't go off past five because you're, those shoes you're wearing are going to burn your feet off there. You're going to make them melt there, but that's okay. Well, oh, no, bro. Now, they, they do not know the brother Smith. That is true, brother. Where have you wrestled in, in California? Oh, so I didn't – I. I thought you just meant like visit. I have not wrestled in California yet. Um, I would love to get out there. The, the states I've wrestled in so far have been um, so Las Vegas, um, Colorado, New Jersey, and Texas. Jersey. Yeah, I um I done a show for uh, the Monster Factory. What about uh, Texas? Were you in Amarillo at Party Hard? Yeah. Oh, um, it was um. Or that PWP? newer one. I think it was PWP, bro. PWP. It was. It's a new company that just started up. From, it's that uh, new Chad one. Thomas. Yeah. Yes. I, I hear that's being run well. I've, I've I've heard good things, but that was like five oh, months. It ago. was a. It was a great show. It, it was, was fun. It was a great show, especially when the brothers came out on their on our bikes. Oh yeah, we came out on our bikes. But but the guys who 
shamefully attacked us. Yes, yes. Maybe one day we will have a score oh, to settle with. We're getting revenge, that's for sure, brother. Now, uh, I, I know you guys got some high aspirations. Uh, do you guys reach out to people on your own, or is it, has the momentum started going that people are reaching out to you? It's it's about a 50-50. It's a mix, that's mm-hmm. for sure. But um, I would say most of the time you do have to – you just got to keep putting yourself out there. Just keep getting those opportunities coming up. This is also true. Just keep working hard, and the opportunities will come. How how have you guys been able to ma- manage your work life balance with, between obviously the church, obviously you you've got your shoot job, um, do your bosses in any way like then like they're just all supportive or is it something that you guys have been focused on so hardcore that you're living on oh. the, the skin of your teeth right now and all your bookings? Oh. The the bosses have been supportive for for us. Yes, uh, yeah, my boss has definitely been supportive. He gives me any day I need off for training, for uh, for out of town bookings, for anything. He's been very supportive. Obviously, you've had to put Same in extra hours, though. Sorry, what was it? Obviously, you guys have to put some extra hours in on the back end, though, to make up for that. Though. Oh yes, I some long, long nights. Yes, I uh, I once put in eighty four hours in one week at work just so I can uh, save up a lot of money so I can take time off. From work to go out, out of state and go booking. Especially what we did, especially what we did out in Vegas, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, we cannot, we we cannot mention that. We we cannot mention mention that. that. That's the Great Watcher. I hope the Great Watcher's eyes were closed that day. Well, I assume you guys had blindfolds on the whole time until they, you, they, it was time to go out on the on, on the ring. Oh, uh, we that, could we could say that um, our, our our blindfolds definitely didn't have holes in the eyes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we we were covered up. <laughs> now, if uh, two other guys were there in Vegas, uh, I mean, like, how do you think they would have partied there before their show? Oh, brother, do you want to you want to let them know? Actually, you know what? I told the road story. I'll let you tell this one. I'm sure you guys oh, saw so- two guys there that looked a little similar uh, that might have had a show as well. How what were those guys – how were those guys partying? Oh, let's just say they were uh, they were some legends. Um, I mean they, they kind of looked like us. Um, a lot of money was lost. A lot of clubs were, were thrown out and – a lot of a lot of drinking. That was some shameful drinking I saw from those guys. Uh, Very shameful. Um, until until Brother Chatwin and Brother Austin died. Oh yeah, we saved them. Yes, and we we uh, we preached the good word from the good book. And look at that. No more uh, dirty business from them. Exactly. Now, yes, sir. Was it the type of partying that would have made the rattlesnake proud? Oh, of course, of course. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, Stone Cold would be in my D. Oh, not my DMs. No, no, not 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 me, not me. But in that person's DMs, yes. Nice, nice. Uh, are we talking some like blackjack? Are we talking some buffets? Uh, sleep for three oh, hours a night? We talking all of that? Oh, yes, we do. Any dancing? Did you guys go? Out, uh, did those guys go out to any clubs or anything like that? And and uh, get a oh, little? Oh, of course, they were killing it in the clubs until we showed up. Until we showed, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But Especially I mean, that one hussy behind that. Oh, and that one girl that was with. Um, oh, don't, that, don't, oh, don't, oh, don't oh. say that one. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's that true. was very revealing. Yes, that's true. That's true, brother. Now, thanks, thanks for saving me on that one. Oh, I had to open up the book for that one. Oh, I mean, I'm, hopefully, you guys—if you guys were at clubs—were there to make sure that people were making some space between G, for Jesus in between the dancers. I don't want to talk about the dancers. Oh, brother, the dancers. Let's just say <laughs> some of them was very said some mean language. Some mean, but the Great Watcher did say they are beautiful. That is true. You remember what that one did to your milk? No, brother, milk. Don't, my brother, my milk. You, 
You promised you weren't going to say anything about that. I just said the milk. I didn't say the whole story. But now they know. They don't need to know. Well, she drank my milk. Well, I'm obviously you didn't sleep well that night because you didn't get your warm milk at night, and I'm sorry that happened to you because you probably had a show later on that day. This is also true. Yes. Yes. Now, uh, so we're, we're talking that you guys are going from state to state. You, you encountered some guys that look very similar in Vegas. I'm so glad you were able to save them. Uh, I know you guys – I mean you, 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 you got your knees. We're, we're talking you needed some salvation and Brother Austin was granted to you by the Great Watcher. Now, if you were uh, also saying your prayers after your warm glass of milk at night and were not even really praying but just – slightfully hoping for the great watcher to give you something bigger. Um, would you rather, would, are we praying for AEW? Are we praying for ring of honor? Are we praying to pay, to go a longer route, pay your dues and go through new Japan, uh, be young boys and then get branded and back and forth. Or, uh, what, what are the hopes, uh, individually? So, uh, so me personally, I, I just want to make a living in this business. I don't care where I'm working. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to already have done a, a tryout with Impact Wrestling, and, uh, and that went really well. And, and um, I, I would, I'm open to anywhere that will where I can have this as my living. I agree with Brother Austin. The same thing goes for me. Okay. Now, I did see that photo with uh, Brother Austin uh, on the sidelines uh, next to the Wolverine, and that was awesome because I've been in his presence. I I was at uh, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. Uh, I was at uh, Ring of Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor in um, uh, New Orleans. It, the The show hadn't started yet. Um, we'd spotted that. I don't know how much WWE you've seen like in the past five years, but you ever see that guy in the red backwards baseball hat that's old? That's got a kiss shirt on and a blue denim shirt on all the time. You might not have uh, recognized not for him. My, not for my memory. I spotted that guy. I go down and say hello to him. Uh-huh. Take a picture. You're the guy. I go back up, and in one of the entryways down at the bottom in the shadows, uh, my girlfriend at the time pointed it out, who was very shameful, by the way, and I'm ashamed about that. She points out this shadow, and she's like, is that Kitamura, who was our favorite young boy uh, or young lion um, at the time in New Japan? And I see the mohawk, and I was like, no, that is bleeping – Brian Cage and I leapt out of my seat and ran all the way down there and went right up to him and there was a bouncer standing kind of close and I went up to him like excuse me Mr. Weapon X and he was like hey what can I do for you brother <laughs> I'm like hey that is awesome yeah what can I do for you brother and I was like you're like literally my favorite dude on on Lucha Underground I, can I get a photo he's like absolutely oh, he's brother. Abs- absolutely brother like he was he was like in full Hulk mode and he like did the pose and everything I was like man like I, man he was it was so I was it was so pumped and I, I did a shameful thing. I, I pretended I had floor t- tickets for a while, but I did get a fist bump from Bully Ray until I was – The Great Watcher forgives you. I, 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 Great Watcher will forgive you. Well, he granted me a fist bump by Bully Ray, so I assumed oh, I was destined oh, to be he, there. He definitely approved of it. Oh. Yeah. Now, I understand that you're looking to make a living, but if you had the choice – so if I had the choice, Brother Austin here talking, honestly, my number one goal, my number one dream is to go to the WWE. Been watching it as a little kid, always envisioning yourself uh, headlining a WrestleMania. And that's honestly, that's my number one spot I want to be. I want to be uh, main eventing at WrestleMania as the Brother Smith. This is also true, and I agree with Brother Austin. I actually really appreciate that point of view, uh, by the way, guys. Um, 
No, no work on that. Um, I really do because kind of right now, I feel the Kool Aid is AEW at the moment. Oh, AEW is hot. Uh, no, yes. a, no, no. There's, there's two. The, what I'm talking, there's two sides or many different sides. But the one I'm seeing is that there's the Kool Aid that, like, if you don't like AEW, then go f yourself. And forgive me, guys. I had to, you know, uh, censor oh, myself. You're forgiven. Right? We'll forgive. Uh, you're or, forgiven. Or, or B, you have the. Ghana's the cojones to admit I've always wanted to be a WWE superstar despite the fact that everyone's hating on them right now. I'm very refreshed by that sort of perspective that you have not been poisoned by that Kool-Aid, obviously because you don't drink caffeine or sugar. Uh, that you, you still have the the motivation to be a WWE superstar. I mean, like, honestly, everyone wants to be a WWE superstar. Whether- exactly. And if they aren't, if they're saying they don't, they're lying. And why are you even in this business? If you don't, if you do not want to be in the WWE, I, I agree. I mean, like it's, it's obviously I'm, I, if uh, I'm an indie guy, like it's, uh, I've always been an indie music, hardcore metal. Uh, it's kind of what makes my heart beat. Uh, but at the same time though, uh, I, I gotta say that even if, if Tony Khan gave, if I was a wrestler, which I'm not, um, if I had the the choice between headlining a WrestleMania and then being in AEW for three years, I'm gonna pick headlining WrestleMania. Oh, of course, <laughs> oh, that's of that's course. the ultimate dream, the ultimate goal, yeah. and I already know I'm gonna accomplish that. Uh, you know, guys, I honestly uh, wouldn't have had you on the show if I didn't think that you didn't have the potential. Hey, oh, well, thank you. Um, yes, thank you, brother. You are a good brother. You are a good brother now. Well, well, I, well guys, I'm gonna actually uh, find a way to get that like a pin for my vest. I don't know if you've seen that vest I got. I think I need that vest as a good, uh, uh, like if man, if, if, oh, the, if, if, oh. if the, if the, if the, we, brothers we, we, have we got something for oh, you. If Next the brothers had a, there. had a pin, we, we got you something. If there was a pin that said I was a brother, I mean, a certain font and a certain white on black, I would, I would super glue that on my vest. Oh, oh, brother! Just wait till you see what we have for you. You're gonna, you're gonna love it, brother. Well, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I can't wait to see it, guys. I, the, there's a, there's a spot on my vest. I'll get rid of the glow, uh, the my glow uh, sticker uh, pin. Put it on the other side and put it on right over the heart. Because uh, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, we feel honored. That is an honor. It, it, it's honestly an honor to be because I have seen your vest. It is a nice vest. It is a very nice vest. And it's it's an honor to have the brother Smith on there. Well, I, I, well, hopefully it says something that I'm a brother because if I'm not a brother, then what am I doing here, guys? Exactly, and you are a brother. You so are you're, officially you're a, a brother. brother. Yes, guys, I'm going to die happy knowing, I'm happy knowing, and on my deathbed, no matter what I've done, I will recant everything that I'm a brother. Oh, The Great Watcher loves you. The, the Great Watcher definitely loves you now. Guys, how do we find you on uh, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or Oh, yes. So uh, on all social media platforms, you can follow me at brother underscore Austin one. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on and you can you can add me as a friend on Facebook at Brett Austin. I, I'm everywhere. Now, Brother Chowan, you can um, friend request me on Facebook under Philip John Chowan. Same on my Instagram. Uh, PJ chat when 14 on Twitter. All right, man. It's been guys. It's been brothers. It's been. I. I it's an absolute honor to now be an official brother that I. I can 
praise the Great Watcher with you during the show. Because oh, I'll yes, be at sir. all, yes, all yes, of them. We will all say a prayer together. Oh, exactly. And, uh, and, and one other thing we got to – oh, actually, wait a minute. There's three other things we need to talk about. What's that, brother? Number one. Yes. CSW management owes us a tag team championship match. You know, yes, that, that is, is a true, really brother. good point. Like, what is that guy? His name is Randy Chacon, man. Like, uh, uh, well, you know, I know that uh, certain people don't like saying his name because of the UWO. And I know you guys, I mean, like, I mean, you guys really can't even look in the direction of uh, of Lilith. But that's your oh, choice. Chatwin. Oh, actually, never mind. That's your choice, but even then, I you know. Oh, I, oh wait a minute! I, I oh, wait a minute. That, what I meant to say is, Brother Chatwin, along with Brother Austin, can lead the UWO, and especially that shameful Lilith. You seen what she was? I saw what she was wearing. I, it was shameful, we can, brother. We can convert her and everybody on UWO. They can all join the Zest movement. Exactly. Well, I can't wait to get the Zion with you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh. And then the remember we had three brothers. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, brother. the third. Oh, 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 oh. He, oh, he was wrestling three. the other day. He was second, the other day. Second, the brother Smith goal is to become the first DCW tag team champions out here in that, Salt Lake. That is correct, brother. We are in the tag team tournament and Ooh. semifinals. Semifinals. And, and don't forget, you can see the brother Smith this Saturday live in Salt Lake City, Utah, when Devotion Championship Wrestling presents Annihilation. At the gateway, and Vince Russo has a huge announcement to make as well. Who, uh, if you don't mind me asking, who are you guys up against? And if they were listening right oh. now, what would you oh. say to them? In our semifinal match in the Tag Team Championship Tournament, we are taking on the DCW Core Champion, Austin Reddick, and Heidi. You can also catch them at Rocky Mountain Pro as well. I mean, but if they were here right now, what would you say to them? Well, oh. I would say to them... Well, I'll go first, brother. Yeah, go, go ahead, brother. I would say, awesome, Reddick, grow some hair because you're bald. Yes, brother. I would look at Heidi and say, wear some clothes that do not reveal shameful parts of your body. And understand that the Brother Smith, when the tournament was announced with the good book and words from our great watcher, we made a promise to become the DCW Tag Team Champions, and we are keeping that promise. Yes, sir. And we have a game plan for that uh, that heart punch from Heidi, so we're on the lookout for that. The game plan is going to happen, and, yes. and we will go on the record and say this. You would agree, Brother Austin, and our great watcher will agree. We guarantee a victory this Saturday at Annihilation, and we guarantee, once again, we will be crowned the first Devotion Championship Wrestling tag team champions i like the sound of that brother that does sound pretty good to me yeah see a good brother also agrees now now one of the best parts about being a good brother when you're on a podcast that has literally thousands of followers uh is putting some other brothers over oh i'm sure there's some guys that I mean, uh, that you've worked with that or walking the line with you that you might have a bit of appreciation with. If you, even if they're not walking that line uh, with the Great Watcher, I mean, uh, there's got to be a couple of guys what? that really stick what? out that, that you, you or, you know, got a little what? bit of devotion to, uh, no pun intended, uh, or, or just uh, a lot of love for. I'd like well, to know who these guys are. A couple of people, well, we know a few that, that need to follow. All great path. 
with the good book and on Great Roger, um, Andrew Sowell is number one. Yes, sir. Yes. Even though, hey, you know what? I know Andrew Sowell is upset because he did say, I quit last month at the DCW's one year anniversary. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, no, not what's his name. What their names? Group therapy. We have a history with group therapy that down the line, brother, we will settle the score with group therapy. Yes, sir. Oh, and then, um, what about, oh, yeah, the people on the good path? Manny, Brother Lemons. Brother Lemons is on the good path. Brother Sister Lemons. Rekka. Oh, yeah. Brother Tom Chad. Brother Tom Chad, yes. They, those three right there. Oh, and don't let us forget that, um, who was it? Oh, Vince Russo went down the good path uh, with yes. us. Vince Russo is a good brother as well. I've never heard anyone say that in my life. Well, you heard it oh. here. You heard it here, folks. Oh, exactly. Yes, at the one-year anniversary, Brother Austin, Brother Chatwin, pulled Vince Russo to the side. We talked with him, long, showed him pages of our good book, had him talk to our great Roger, and now he's he is on, a believer. He, he is, is a, a believer. believer. He is on the path with us. Did he have a lot of good information to give you guys? Did he have like any input? Like he already seen on, you guys? Honestly, that man, he is. A lot of people hate on him, but he's he's really smart in the wrestling business. He knows what he's talking about. He knows how to further your wrestling career, and I'm just I'm so excited to learn from him and just continue to learn from him. Same with me, brother. Same with me. He helped us out a lot last yeah. month at the yes. one year anniversary. Yeah, true, brother. How well has he gotten over there in uh, in Utah? Oh, brother! Great you, reaction. You had to be here. Yes, he got an oh. amazing I- reaction. The best pop of the night, I would say. Right when Vince Russo walked out, everyone was on their feet clapping. Does does he still – I know he, he was living like – I remember he did an interview with uh, Stone Cold like four years ago. He was living here in Colorado and I think he went to like New York or Jersey and, the, and oh. then there was another interview where he was like – I think they're moving back, if I remember correctly, back to Colorado or Utah. Where is he living now? Um, He's still in the Colorado area. Yeah, he lives in Denver. Yeah, I, I I was thinking it was Denver because every time I go to Denver, and I I every time I go to a Seven Eleven or any random public spot, I'm like, man, wouldn't it be so cool if Vince Russo was like in front of me in line? <laughs> that, that would be legendary. That would for sure be legendary. Make sure you will catch Vince Russo again live in person this Saturday at Annihilation. Yes, sir, for a huge, huge announcement. Uh, how do we uh, how amazing. do we watch this, uh, guys? Because I know that. One of the things that uh, bothers me is I see cameras all the time filming every show, but I don't see any DVDs and I don't see any like full streams unless it's Rocky Mountain Pro doing the Twitch thing. How do so we, we can't we can't really say much, but we're gonna have some huge news coming. Um, how you can watch Devotion right now? We're on YouTube. You can just go to Devotion Championship Wrestling. Um, we usually get our shows on there. Don't forget when you go on the Devotion Championship Wrestling YouTube channel. Yes, sir. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And like button and comment, Brother Smith sent you here. Yes, you can catch all of our shows right now on YouTube. Some big moves are in the works uh, where you you can start seeing us a lot more. Guys, it's been an honor to talk to you guys. Uh, is there anything that you want to follow up with before we uh, uh, say goodnight and drink our milk and say our prayers to the Great Watcher? Just drink your milk. Drink the milk. Say the prayers. Say the prayers. Read from the good book. And follow the path of our great watcher. And always, always keep spreading that good word. And now, and I, I honestly want to say thank you so much for having us on here. 
and thank you to, I want to say thank you too. Yeah. That well, thank you. he, you let us be on your show. You are a very good brother. A you are brother. an honorary member of the Brothersmith. And yes, next sir. time we are down there, we, we got something for you. I am not lying. We have something for you yes, that sir. you will cherish. It better be sound. Um, it better be Our signed. milk is now ready for the microwave. That is also true. That's awesome, guys. Well, this transmission's ending. Uh, this is dangerous. Minefields out. Don't hang up. <laughs>